0: because you know, it all starts from within. If, if you're feeling healthier, you're going to be more confident. If you, if you like the way you look more, you're going to be more confident. And that radiates to how you interact with people, to your confidence in your job, to your confidence in your relationship with your partner. Um, you're going to be happier as well because exercise has proven to, you know, increase dopamine and, and mood. Um, and it just has an on-flow effect. Like I've had so many clients that have been with me and during the program. Never, you know, transitioned jobs or or started their own business, something that they'd always wanted to do, but never had the confidence, I guess, to go out and and take a chance. And, and them physically changing and feeling better within themselves just from their from their fitness gave them the confidence to then, you know, quit their job and start something or go after something that they'd really wanted to. Um, so I think that's that's massive and equally as important as as physical health, as you said, is is the mental health and, and everything it does.
1: Welcome back to the AIM podcast. This week we have the privilege of speaking with health and fitness professional, Matt Fox. Matt is an incredible human being, an incredible leader, an incredible father, And fitness trainer. You guys are going to love what we had to talk about. The overall theme of this episode is talking about the connection between fitness and your mental health and honestly your overall well-being as a human. It's a really, really insightful and valuable conversation. We also got to dive into Matt's story and his powerful journey overcoming and beating cancer as well as how he leads his family today and raises his son. I love this conversation Matt's incredible he's very well versed and brings so much knowledge to the table We also dive into his current training And his nutrition and everything to do with his current lifestyle He was a great guest you guys are going to love that segment here next but before we jump into that This week's motivational monday topic was it's only when you stop trying that you truly fail Never quit you have more to give Failure is not the final destination, but a place to learn along the journey. You have to keep pushing. Whatever you set out to do, you're going to achieve as long as you attack it with confidence and resilience. That is the key, resilience. You have to keep pushing. You can never settle. Failure is only a problem if, that is, is, if that's when you give up, if that's when you quit and you stop trying. Use it as motivation. Use it as a place to learn and grow and that is when you find success because that's when you start to compound all the work you put in. You take the adversity, you, you seek out the resistance and the little small failures along the way are going to add up to helping you learn and grow to get that ultimate goal down the road. So keep pushing our our, our encouragement this week is just to have confidence. Keep going. you got more to give and I know you can do it. We're super pumped to drop our AIM wristbands. We got two colors that came out. We have the half inch ink injected white wristband, as well as a quarter inch olive green wristband. So that one's really, really cool. You guys are gonna check them out. They're they're on our website, so go feel free to grab some there. Also, they're all over our Instagram with our link in our bio. You guys can support that way. It's just another cool way for us to spread the movement. We know people love wearing wristbands, so we think it's an awesome way to just keep growing our fam. This has been an incredible journey, just seeing how many people are getting behind this movement. And how we're able to touch so many lives and at the end of the day truly build a community because it really is a community of people centered around this idea of creating a lifestyle based off this mindset of having ambition and so we're super pumped about it also if you guys have not yet you need to make sure you go subscribe to my youtube channel doug elks on youtube judah is absolutely crushing it we're having a blast episode two dropped of marathon prep and behind the scenes of aim You guys are going to get a great look at all that goes into my marathon training and my preparation for my event on December 11th at Kiwa, as well as all the things that go on behind the scenes of AIM and other things I'm doing from a business standpoint. So hopefully you guys enjoy it, can learn some things, get value from it, and just have a good time connecting with us. So please go make sure you subscribe to that if you have not already and check it out. Judah is crushing it. He's doing such a good job. We are so excited, this has been a great episode and we are excited to jump in here with Matt Fox. So without further ado, Matt Fox. Matt, thank you so much for joining the AIM podcast. Good to be here, mate. Happy to chat. I'm I'm pumped about this episode for a lot of reasons. One, you're an incredible guest. I think you have an incredible story that we're going to talk about, and you've got a lot of experience and knowledge on these topics we're going to cover tonight. But two, you're our first international guest all the way from Australia. So welcome um, to a United States podcast.
0: Awesome. First one. I like it.
1: <laughs> I'm pumped, man. I'm sure people can tell off the, off the rip from your accent, which is super <laughs> cool. But um, yeah, I'm pumped, man. How is uh, how's everything going in Australia right now? Uh,
0: it's a little uh, special, I guess you'd say. Um, the rest of the world seems like they've accepted things for what it is and, and realised, uh, like everything else before us, that nothing's just going to disappear into thin air. So you've got to just move on with life. But uh, Australia doesn't seem to think like that, I think. Um, so we're still, you know lockdowns on massive amounts of the population mainly you know melbourne and sydney as as capital cities um like they do they do lock they call lockdowns for three or four cases so we're talking cases here wow As well um so yeah it's just uh
1: yeah, mini a mini north korean offshoot <laughs> that's crazy man i you know i can't imagine that i feel like I feel like personally we just t- we took you know what we had in the United States for granted I felt like so many people were so upset and you know we complain about having to wear masks in some places where you guys are still you know facing much stricter regulations and restrictions which I couldn't imagine having to endure for this long with time periods dating back all the way till early 2020.
0: Yeah like Mal- Melbourne and Sydney have got it a lot worse where where I'm at I'm in Queensland, so. It's, uh, it's a little bit different here, but again, at the drop of the hat, they call um, snap lockdowns. So, you know, we had, there was five cases the other day, um, about a hundred or so miles away from where I live. And she, and, and the premier said that we're narrow, very marginally avoiding a lockdown um, in our state. And our state is three times the size of France. And, and she's threatening that from, and keep in mind this five cases with the same family too. Um, so all in the same family. That's no, how they do. It. Then you've got curfews on people in Melbourne and Sydney so they can't you know they can't leave their house anyway unless they're, they've got that special exemption to prove they can leave for work or if, if it's grocery shopping. they've got a, a radius limit you know they can't go more than a couple of miles from their house to do either of those things. They need to carry a special permit that says they can go to work if they can go to work. There are on nighttime curfews so as i said find another country um other than north korea or perhaps china i don't know that china doesn't even have curfews and that's australia so it's a joke this country to be honest i'm pretty i'm actually ashamed
1: of well you're, you're you're obviously welcome in the united states anytime um <laughs> that's crazy to think about I, i've had a friend who studied abroad in australia and he talked about how great it was obviously his experiences were prior to COVID and I'm sure prior to COVID you would have you know better things to say as well but man I'm, I'm sorry you're starting to go through all that yeah
0: thank you yeah it's definitely uh not what it used to be and it's not a good look you know for the future of the country from an international perspective as well which is also a worry um because if I was you know if I was someone like yourself and knew what was going on I would have no interest in coming here I've got friends overseas, Australian citizens, um, that don't want to come back, and I'm telling them they shouldn't come back. You've, and then you've got—I think it was the other day—15,000 people a month are applying to leave because you have to apply to leave the country, Wow. and they're, and they're getting rejected. So wow! Didn't I didn't even leave the country.
1: I didn't realize—I didn't realize it was that that much of a process. Wow! I did, that's that's even worse. That's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. That's
0: for sure.
1: Well, I think I think this segues nicely in kind of to the, the broader topic I wanted to cover tonight with you. And that's just basically how, how fitness impacts mental health. I know the restrictions, lockdowns, the things you guys are going through is obviously impacting, you know, a variety of elements of your life. But I'm sure there's there's tons of ways it's impacting your mental health. And I think for people in Australia that are, are facing lockdowns or, or people in the United States that just don't, don't have the motivation to get into fitness, both things can, can be talked about and how the importance of fitness really does impact your mental health. So I definitely want to dive into that topic.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, that yeah, they're directly related um, to each other and especially in this country now more than ever. Um, yeah, fitness, I mean, exercise is restricted, even though that's proven to be so beneficial to health, which this is supposedly all about. Um, Exercise is restricted. Gyms are obviously closed. Outdoor gyms, so outdoor parks are closed. Uh, You've got to wear a mask when you exercise. You can only exercise for one hour a day and it's got to be within that two, three mile radius of your house. So they're making it hard to even exercise. Um, So mental health in this country is the real pandemic, nothing else. Um, and that's very clear off stats and data. You don't have to be a scientist to, to see that. Um, the deaths caused by suicide and the, the calls in, you know, to kids' helpline. We've got a kids' helpline. There's um, suicide helplines. They're smashing records every week. Um, and that's the real problem. And that's the thing that is getting ignored.
1: That's, it's awful. It really is. And I think it's something that not enough people are stepping up and standing, you know, staying their ground on, I, I'm, I'm thankful that you have a platform that you've been, you know, very outspoken in a way that, you know, and to me is leadership. And, you know, you have a, you have a, a, a child that you definitely want to raise and, and teach, you know, teach them what is right and what is wrong. And then obviously, you know, just how to be healthy and live a healthy lifestyle. And obviously fitness to some capacity is incorporated in that lifestyle. So what, what are you trying to do as a father to like, to teach your children and, and just to lead in that way to, to show them that fitness definitely should be a part of your, your life just for your overall physical health, but also mental health.
0: Yeah, just um, staying active. And you know a lot's changed since I was a kid technology-wise to what kids are growing up with these days. So there's obviously a lot more screen time. We didn't have tablets or smartphones or um, cable TV. I don't even, I mean, maybe, but can't even remember. Um, so there's so many things now that suck them in to do the complete opposite than what they should be doing that, you know, getting outside, running around, learning, uh, you know, interacting instead of being on a screen. Um, and that all, you know, that all relates to health and mental health as well.
1: No question. No, I agree. And I think you touched on a lot of, you know, the, the physical things that, you know exercise does for you it decreases stress and increases your energy your productivity but i think there's even more to that i mean i think discipline is something we could definitely dive into you know the discipline aspect the accountability aspect of you know how prioritizing exercise in your life can actually impact other areas of your life as well that are not not inside the fitness realm
0: yeah i think um from my experience myself and um dealing with all my clients uh a lot of the time I mean, majority of the time it, it impacts their professional life. So their life at work, their relationships, you know, cause it all starts from within. If, if you're feeling healthier, you're going to be more confident. If you, if you like the way you look more, you're going to be more confident and that, radiates to how you interact with people, to your confidence in your job, to your confidence in your relationship with your partner. Um, you're going to be happier as well because exercise has proven to, you know, increase dopamine and, and mood. Um, and it just has an on-flow effect. Like I've had so many clients that have been with me and during the program. They've, uh, you know, transitioned jobs or or started their own business, something that would always wanted to do but never had, the confidence, I guess, to go out and and take a chance and and them physically changing and feeling better within themselves just from their from their fitness gave them the confidence to then, you know, quit their job and start something or go after something that they'd really wanted to. Um, so I think that's that's massive and equally as important as as physical health, as you said, is, is the mental health and, and everything it does.
1: Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree more. I think the confidence, you bring up an interesting point with the confidence stuff. You know, I, uh, I'm currently training for a marathon. I'm going to run one, hopefully, hopefully run one in, in December. Um, and so like I've been, I've been sticking to a pretty rigorous training program and I try to, I, I love lifting weights. Um, so obviously I'm trying to kind of do the hybrid style of training where I'm running and lifting, but I'm also working and running a brand and doing all kinds of stuff. And so, I'd like to prioritize my runs in the morning and I'm not going to lie to you. Like there are some mornings when I wake up at five or six, I'm like, I don't want to go run seven miles, but I will say the confidence stuff is is so true because pushing through that tiny wall of adversity where I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed. I could sleep more or saying, no, I'm going to go put my shoes on. I'm gonna hit the road. When you finish that run, you're, you're, you set the tone for the day and your confidence is on another level. And no matter what you're going to deal with, whether it be relationships, business, other things in your day, you've already established that you're in the driver's seat and that you're ready to attack it with a with a confident mindset.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why I am a, a big fan of morning workouts. I kind of I start my day. I run a boot camp very early, so I start at five thirty a.m. So I, I get everyone else to do their workout, but then, <laughs> then it's my turn. Um, shortly after that, I um, I pretty much go and train because yeah, exactly what you just said it puts me in a better mood for the day. I know that I've already done something for myself, something that I know puts me in a good mood. So it just changes your whole mindset.
1: No, it really, it really does. And I think it, you know, something that it's done for me and I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. If you've had a similar experience, you've obviously been in the in the fitness game a lot longer than I have, but I, I've seen it just like, it's completely just, you know, turn my mindset upside down in some places. Like even with this marathon challenge, I like, to if you'd asked me a year ago, from right now, would I ever try to run 26 miles? I'd be like, that, that's there's no way, it's not possible. But then you start training and you put in a plan and you and you stay disciplined and you prioritize your fitness. Now my mind's like, what else can I go accomplish? I'm going to go do that in December, and then maybe Ironman's next. Like I'm not I'm not going to settle. Like it's it's kind of changed my mindset.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean for sure, if if you if you complete something that you thought wasn't possible um it's you know it kind of gives you that well what's next you want that uh, you want another challenge yeah? and so now you're talking about an Ironman, man which is going to be another another level on on the marathon um that'll be a big effort if you get through that so that will be awesome <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe on that one
1: man I'll, I'll have to i'll have to work on it it's going to take time but i mean i think that's part of part of the cool thing about you know having fitness goals and and having i mean having goals in life I think is really important but fitness goals are cool because you can really track your progress and they're they're typically metric I mean you can obviously have non-metric goals and and just you know be healthier be happy or whatever but when you put you know a plan in place and you're going to prioritize it and you're going to be disciplined like you can really see improvements and I think I think that's super super cool for not only your health but your just overall growth as a person
0: yeah for sure and I've yeah, marathon seems to be the big one at the moment. I've got a got a few friends, a few three or four clients currently that I train online. Who actually one just ran a marathon um, on the Sunday over in the US. Nice. Um, not exactly sure where it was. Um, and then a couple of going to the like the Berlin one, which I think is coming up in October. So yeah, marathons seem to be all the rage. But I think it's just because it, it is such an impressive achievement running that distance and and again exactly what you said it is something that you can really measure um well um and yeah maybe i'm gonna to have to look at running a marathon now hey
1: let's do it man let's do it together we can uh, we can train for a meetup i'll come down to australia when everything lightens up a little bit and we can crush one down there
0: yeah well you might be waiting a while the way things are going
1: <laughs> maybe maybe you should go ahead and apply and come come this way then we yeah. can switch it up <laughs>
0: that might happen quicker i think
1: Um, yeah. Well, I want to, I want to dive into like, this is an important topic. Um, but I want to hear more about your story. I think you've, you've definitely gone through some things, um, that have not been easy, they have been challenges, but things that you've overcome. Um, and, and obviously the platform that we've built here with aim is, is talking about ambition and, and how having an ambitious mindset, you know, can really take you through adversity. It can take you through the highs and lows in life, and it'll put you in the best place scenario. So, I want to open the floor just for you to talk more about your story. And then obviously, you know, you've been a a cancer survivor, which is incredible. I want to, I kind of want to hear more about kind of that and everything that happened there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I've always been involved in exercise. Um, I used to play professional sport. So I was traveling around from a young age, um, around the world, uh, doing that. And then, yeah, as you said, at 21, I think, yeah, 21, turning 22, I um, got a cancer diagnosis, um, which kind of, well, obviously it was a shock. Um, It stopped me. I just lost motivation to do what I was doing and traveling and things like that. So I came home. um, I was living in Melbourne at the time and I just had to deal with that. So I had to do an operation. I had to do um, a go of chemotherapy Um, and then I, I just lost motivation to to pick it back up and go back out and travel and things like that um so I stayed like healthy exercise I was at the gym um, when I could like I can remember the first day or two after chemo I went to my friend's house and I jumped on the exercise bike and I think I lasted like 90 seconds or something like that before I almost felt like I was gonna gonna pass out I was so dizzy and faint um but I like start with walking around the block and got that back up. And um, pretty quickly I was felt right again. So it's always been like a part of me um, exercise wise, training wise, and then, yeah, it's just kind of evolved from different training styles. So for the past <laughs> probably close to six years now, I haven't gone to a gym. Um, I do everything wherever I am, so to speak. So like, you know, the home workouts or, or just getting outdoors in the, in the fresh air under the sun um, with a, a mix of, of body weight and very minimal equipment. So maybe just a kettlebell or two um, or, a, or a pull-up bar. Um, that's kind of my, my thing. And that's what I've been doing for the past five or six years. So when all this, um, stuff happened around the world, you know, with the gyms closing and everything like that, that, that had no personal effect on me in terms of my exercise. Cause I, you know, for five, six years, hadn't been using the gym anyway. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's, it's changed and evolved. And um, i found like, I've found what really works for me. And I know that this is how I train my clients as well, you know, not relying on a gym. Very minimal equipment or body weight only is fine, um, which obviously has come in handy the past couple of years. Um, Yeah, I I love it. It's just something that never gets boring for me um, and gets really good results and and has kept me feeling better than I ever have before. So it was a bit of an evolution. Took me a while to get there. I kind of wish I did it sooner, but that's the way it is.
1: What would what, you say is your favorite part of that style of training? Like what are the benefits and, and why do you choose to train that right. way?
0: Just the, well, I think there's a few key benefits, the, the freedom aspect, um, not relying on having to go to a gym, um, which is, you know, if you don't rely to go on a gym, it kind of eliminates a few excuses. Um, it saves you time because you've got the travel time. Um, and then the waiting around for equipment, if it's a busy at the gym, um, so it gets rid of those things and then, yeah, like if it's nice weather, I can go down to the beach or I go in my backyard or I go down to a local park or, or something like that and, and just being out under the sun. And for me, that's the best. That's when I, you know, it makes me feel happy and, and coming back to mental health, you know, all those things again, are attributed to a better mood, you know, the fresh air and the sunshine. Um, the mm-hmm. vitamin D and things like that, and exercise. So you're combining those and, and you're getting the perfect combination of, of health, mentally and physically. Um, and then how it makes my body feel, I guess, is, is close to equal first. I, just, I used to suffer from really bad back injuries um, that went for about 10 years uh, and used to flare up every, you know, a few times a year from bulged, bulged discs. Um, and I'd probably get a big flare up four to five times a year where it would basically wipe me out for a week to two weeks. Um, and then since changing from the gym and, and doing the training I've done, uh, my body's aesthetically changed to what i never had at the gym, but also how it feels, you know, to touch wood, um, the back has never been an issue since, uh, I'm just stronger and feel, feel more balanced, I guess, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah everywhere so you know less less injuries i think a lot of people especially guys think you know body weight training is a bit pussy um but it's actually fucking hard um which i mean if, if you try, if you try or you have tried i don't know you know there's sure you know like body weight squats or push-ups or stuff might seem easy but then you've got so many different variations where mm-hmm. that just leads on to it it's, it's never it's never ending really there's always something that you can do to then challenge you again um so learning to control your body uh because i've done both i can say in my opinion it's a lot harder than just shifting away
1: yeah no question i mean even your the challenge you just put out on instagram last i don't know if it was last week or early this week with the the push-ups i mean that's that's a hard challenge and i think you made such a good point like there's so many ways to continue just to make things more challenging add you know variations um, but I, I love, I love the longevity aspect. I think like long-term, you know, I'm still pretty young. Yeah. Like I, I, I like being in the gym. Like I, I just, from, like playing college, d one basketball. And so like, obviously the, you know, the weight room was a big thing for us, but I definitely yeah. do like the way your body feels, you know, yeah. injury yeah, I, mean, prevention.
0: I, I love the gym as well. I mean, for me, it was like, it was also, it's also a social aspect. Yeah. You catch yeah. up with all your buddies and stuff too, but it got to a point where I was only going to the gym, probably for that aspect because I was just so sick of it um I'd hit a wall in terms of results so I was plateauing um and then I kind of just sat back and like assessed and I'm like what am I fucking doing like it's a bit of a waste of time it's you know the sun's shining there's not a cloud in the sky I'm stuck inside waiting for equipment wasting you know 30 minutes travel time back and forth um stuff this like I'm going to go train. and train outside I, I see these i can speak to these guys catch up with these guys after work another time like it doesn't have to i don't just have to be there for that um but i get it because you know for a long period of time i love the gym too so and i'm not knocking you know any exercise is good exercise if the gym right. is your place then i'm not gonna say enough fuck that off. try something else like um whatever works for you and keeps you active and and, and moving is good
1: no, I, I completely agree. And I think there's, a, there's also a really cool element of body weight training or, or minimal equipment training where you're, where you're kind of just, you know, there, there is some planning involved, but there's a lot of creativity involved where you're having to think outside the box and you're coming up with new things and it's forcing you to think in new ways. And I'm sure you can, you can probably talk about that.
0: Yeah, well, I think um, that's where a lot of people struggle the past 18 months or I mean not so much for you guys now with everything open but still here in Australia um gyms are closed in in a lot of states um and you know people that have been going to the gym as soon as they got taken away from them literally had no no clue what to do um so they and I know this because I, I, I now train quite a lot of these people so they quit and and did nothing when they're at home and totally let themselves go. And that would have spiraled because then they would have felt shit about themselves and, you know, a bit of depression and everything got taken away from them. So work and the, the gym. Um, so yeah, it's like when I first started, I, I got a coach as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always what I tell people like the best athletes in the world still have coaches, you know, so there's always a value in a coach. Um, and I think that's really important um, whether it be, you know, if, for three months or, or for three years whatever whatever seems to work for you but yeah when I first started that those first few months I got a coach I got a program to follow body weight where I learned so much and I got life-changing results and, and probably without that I wouldn't have learned as much um, but again at the end of the day it was an investment in myself um, and then and then because I loved it so much. I just did my own research. I started watching YouTube videos, um, you know, calisthenics or street workout was like when I first started my main inspiration to get into that stuff, just because all those guys have phenomenal bodies as well. Right. Like yeah. the, you, look, you look at gymnastics dudes and they're fucking shredded and strong as um, <laughs> and that's what I wanted to be like athletic. Uh, so yeah, you, I would recommend people to, you know, to learn and don't just go in with, a, because then you'd get bored. So there's always, there's always more progressions that you can do. And it's not just like the push ups and the burpees and, and a simple pull up or something like that. Like there's so much more to that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you, and you touched on it. Like there's, there's certainly a functional component to that style of training and how that can apply to other areas of your life. Like you're just, your overall balance, your core strength, you know, just the way your quality of living, like walking around your house, having a, you know, a more athletic body can definitely benefit you the way you live.
0: Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. And again, like the gym depends on what sport, you know, if you're playing, you're playing football and our football's different to your football, but I know you've got, <laughs> you've got some big dudes
1: American there. Football. I mean,
0: yeah, if you've got a, you know, you got to be the, dude. I don't know all the positions, but if you're going to be the dudes that like that are hammering other blokes out of the way, Yeah, maybe, um, you know, working with body weight training is not the best there because you've got to be shifting big loads and getting used to that. But if you're, you know, running back or something, you've got to be agile and quick. You know, they focus a lot on sprints and agility work and things like that. They're not going to be shifting, you know, massive weights like some of the bigger dudes. Um, So, yeah, I think but for the majority of people that just want to feel good um, and look good, of course, then I think that I know that can be achieved without relying on a gym so to
1: speak no i i couldn't agree more you've obviously crushed it you've done super well you you know your stuff you're you're incredibly knowledgeable on the topic and i know you've worked super hard to to be where you are what was it that pushed you into getting into the coaching side and trying to make an impact in in that realm
0: yeah just because i always wanted to be within uh the industry because I've always been active and, and I like working out. I enjoy it. Um, and then when I made that transition from the gym and, and like I said, the the physical changes that I made in three months from quitting the gym was something I'd never achieved for all my life in the gym. It was exactly how I wanted to, to look and feel in such a short period of time. Um, my wife had just had our son. Um, so she did, the same training or I helped her with training all from home. Um she got amazing results as well. Lost, you know, 30, 40 pounds or something in like seven months, six, seven months just from home. Wow. Um and then I tried with my with my friends, uh, a couple of mates, they got really good results. And then I then I kind of, you know, found like that's that's what I want to do. I want to show more people this and you know there must be more people out there like me that are only going to the gym now because they're disciplined enough to go but they actually fucking hate it and they're sick of it um, So <laughs> that's that's kind of where I was because I, I was just I purely went for the discipline of going to keep active um, I hated it in the end not not the whole time but the last couple of years I did not enjoy it and and that's a big thing like you've got to enjoy it for it to be um, sustainable
1: No, I I agree. I think I think that's something I think that's a roadblock for a lot of people. Like, I think people try to fall into these these slots where they're like, okay, I have to work out this way or that way. I think I think if you look across just being active, whether it be sport, body weight in the gym, you know, just going on a hike outside, like there's something for everyone. And I think that's that's the bottom line here. It's just like find what you enjoy, find what you love, find what you actually like appreciate and look forward to. And then that should be the thing that you definitely double down on as, as a way to stay healthy.
0: Yeah, You'll get results that way too, because if you're looking forward to doing it, you're going to do it more often. Um, and you're going to prioritize that. So yeah, hundred percent agree on that one.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I'm, I'm curious. What is your, what does your diet look like? Like, do you eat pretty clean? Do you, do you count calories or do you just eat kind of just eat healthy?
0: Uh, right. Yeah. I count calories loosely at the moment. Um, when I first made the change, I did it religiously, um, just because it was the first time I ever did it and I wanted to really get the hang of it. But because now I, I eat so similar, um, I kind of know what works um, for what I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say I loosely count it. Um, for a, I've try, tried pretty much every diet there is out there um, for a period a year or so ago, I went full full vegan for, you know, six months plus. Um, Now I'm probably kind of, you know, that 60-40 where I try, I I definitely don't eat as much meat. I was never, you know, eating dairy products really anyway, Um, but I've definitely cut back a lot on the meat Um, because of how I feel. Uh, You know, I just feel lighter and I have a bit more energy that way rather than, I think I used to smash like a pound and a half of chicken a day or something you know oh like my
1: gosh
0: every, every day. Um, so that too much of anything can't be good. So my, <laughs> my diet's very flexible. Um, I would say that's the best way to sum it up very flexible I eat whatever I want to eat but I always kind of know the caloric value of that I guess.
1: Right. No, that makes yeah. a ton of, that makes a ton of sense. Um, that's something I'm trying to, I'm definitely need to learn more about nutrition. I feel like that's something that's not taught a lot. I don't know if it's taught a lot in, in Australia, but especially like even playing division one college basketball, like they, they brushed on it, but we were not well-educated. And that's, I think that's really, really important.
0: I mean, it's lightly touched on. And then what they talk about, you can argue, is it the right stuff to
1: Right. Yeah, that's facts
0: that's happening at the moment who's uh who's who's sponsoring that the messages of what to take and what to eat and things like that um you know when you've got cereals with an ounce of sugar in a a serve and they're putting them up as you know tier one consumable foods you have to kind of question that Um, yeah (laughs) aspect of it so yeah they teach it whether they're teaching it for the genuine uh benefit of people i would say no um so yeah that's a shame in it too and i mean especially you guys the states with the (laughs) number one obesity in the world right where i think we're three behind the uk so i'm not not dumping on you guys we're right (laughs) up there too but um yeah, it's just like the fast foods. If you look at the TV commercials, that's all. It's, yeah, that's all you. got. You know, it's changed a little bit now, but I think all the major sporting teams and like I remember watching the Chicago Bulls and all those NBA dudes. Like they were all, you know, talking about Coke and Pepsi and and McDonald's and Burger King. Like those guys were endorsing that. That's uh, that's not right. That's that, but that's
1: the money. Our- <laughs> no dude that that's such a interesting point there it's it's funny we i was in the grocery store i was in walmart like literally two nights ago and i've been trying to like vary up my diet i I eat a lot of chicken i eat a lot of rice um i I ground turkey something i really enjoy it'd be like a bowl but i was like i need more snacks because like i've got my main staple meals i need to kind of fill more snacks i need to eat more calories more protein especially if i'm doing this hybrid training. And, and I saw a sign and it said healthy snacks. And I was like down an aisle and it caught my eye. I saw the word healthy. I was like, all right, let me go check it out. Guess what was on the yeah. aisle? Yeah. It was popped straight yeah. pop tarts and cookies. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like if this is what they're marketing as healthy snacks, what is, yeah. what is unhealthy snacks? Like it's literally just a line of sugary pop tarts. Yeah. I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right. So, I mean, I think it's unfortunately, um, sadly it's, it's, up to the individual or the family um, to educate themselves because you're not going to get the right stuff from you know what's getting forced down your throat pretty much
1: no question What supplement... the
0: there's, a, there's a good tip what the government says do the opposite and that'll be the
1: healthier <laughs> option honestly that's that's probably a good thing to write down and think about <laughs> Oh man. What, so in terms of supplements, are you, do you take certain things, probably protein? Is there, what, what do you take from a supplement standpoint?
0: Yeah, I take a plant-based protein. Um, so I use this protein called blessed protein. Um, and so that's kind of, if I can get all my protein in the day from food though, I'll do it. It's just, you know, convenient. And I actually just like a morning smoothie. So that's when I chuck in banana and berries and, and a scoop of protein just because I enjoy it. But I always think, I always tell people that food should be the number one source. Um, and supplements are supplements, you know, it's a supplement, a diet. Um, and then the only other thing I take, two other things that I take every day and have for years are um, they're both Australian products. It's mushroom extracts. Joe Rogan's spoken about them. There's this brand called Life Cycle. Oh wow. Um, they're, so they're pure mushroom extracts out of Byron Bay actually um, and they've been around for like thousands of years in you know um, ancient natural medicine and and the, and the benefits that they have uh, are unbelievable so if you know people want to do their research and, and Google like the benefits of mushroom extracts I highly recommend checking that out. I' going this, to um, <laughs> other stuff, yeah this other stuff called uh, reboot from another Australian company be spunky which is an all-natural, Product um, male specific kind of does everything. So I don't take multivitamins or fish oil or stuff. Those those are the two things. Mushroom extracts, um, which is liquid, and this uh, reboot by Beast Bunky, just capsules. Um, that's the only
1: stuff. Wow, that's awesome. No, I appreciate that. I'm I'm gonna have to check that out because I'm not well versed um, with the mushrooms or anything like that. Yeah. I, need to, I need to study it. Yeah, yeah they're not
0: the, they're not the um the Fun psychedelic mushrooms that people might think <laughs> when they say mushrooms, but uh, yeah, check it out. Lifestyle, uh, sorry, life cycle mushrooms. As okay. I said, yeah, Joe Rogan's spoken about it on his podcast this exact um, Aussie company as well. So the stuff they do, like Alzheimer's cures and heart health, uh, it's actually crazy if you if you research the specific mushrooms as well. Wow. But of course, again, you won't get you won't uh, hear about that on the TV or from the mighty
1: powers either so we have these conversations right we got to expose people yeah. to the real stuff
0: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly
1: well matt this has been incredible i really appreciate you taking the time my, my final question is wrapping this up because i just like to ask this from different people what would you say is your motivation your reason for just life in general and just everything that you have going on
0: yeah uh pretty simple just to to feel good um maybe it sounds too simple, but yeah, I just just love the feeling. And I know you can relate because you're a fit, active dude as well is, is as you said, when you finished a run or, or you finished a workout, um, the feeling you get from that, I think it becomes a little bit like an addiction, I guess, the feeling that you get from, from a workout. So yeah, just to feel good, um, to keep my body feeling good for as long as possible. So I feel good. And then that would definitely be with, you know, showing my son, uh a healthy lifestyle healthy active lifestyle as well so being, being good for myself my family and and people
1: people around me so i can help the best i can i love it man i really do appreciate your time this has been awesome hearing your your experience your value your knowledge on all this stuff has been super super awesome so thank you so much for being on the aim podcast thanks mate great to chat to you. Awesome. so much for listening to another episode of the AIM podcast. I personally truly enjoyed that episode, not only for his amazing accent, but just all the value he brought to the conversation. At the end of the day, it comes down to this. No matter if you love it or hate it, fitness should, some sort of fitness should be a part of your life because there's so many positive implications that it has on not only your physical health and well-being, but also your mental health, your habits, and your success. You guys can crush it. Find something that you truly enjoy. It doesn't have to be going to do a bro split in the gym or it doesn't have to be running on, on a bike or swimming in the pool. Like It can be literally anything. It can be hiking. It can be throwing frisbee with your friends. Literally anything you can do. Just get active. Get outside if you have an opportunity to and just enjoy that element of life because it, it really does impact you so much more than people realize. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode. As always, we, we really appreciate the support all the people tuning in and just supporting our movement. We want to help you guys. If there's anything we can do, if you ever have a question about health, nutrition, motivation, mindset, training, anything like that, we would love to help you. Please reach out to us. Reach out to me personally or reach out to our platform. We'd love to be of assistance there. This has been a fun time. This has been a great episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Let's keep crushing the week. Let's keep getting after. And as always, let's keep ambition in mind.